This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Well, uh, we're in a, the studio now. We record in the same studio as Boomer and Geom. Yeah. And uh, we record right after their show. And uh, someone who was not feeling well today. Not me. Farted before leaving for the day. And, well, they were nice enough to spray Lysol, I suppose, yeah, it's, afterwards. It's fine in here. But it got me thinking, like, I am not a fart in front of people person. I would never fart in here when you, if I knew somebody else was right. coming in here, I don't even like to in the bathroom here at work. You know, sometimes you go in and you're at the urinal. And someone's in the stall. Well, no, I'm saying let's say you're the only one. Okay. In the bathroom at yeah. the moment, you go into the bathroom. We have two stalls, two urinals. You're the only one there. You're at the urinal, and if you have to pass gas, you would. But I'm always thinking about the person coming in. After you? Or while I'm still peeing. And now they know I'm the sure. person. And I'm embarrassed by that. There was a time when we were at uh, Boomer's Foundation golf event. And the show ended at 10. And I was playing. And we were teeing off at 10.20. Shotgun start. So as soon as the show ended, Boomer's like, go out to the range. Why don't you hit some balls? And I think you're starting on four. Wonderful. So everyone had pretty much departed the driving range already because they were kind of starting to scatter. And it was a member of the radio station who will remain nameless because, quite frankly, no one will know who it is anyway. I will just say it was a former GM. I'll leave it there. Wow. Who was playing in the event as well. And so I went out about 30 steps behind him. He had no idea I was behind him. And as he's walking up the sidewalk to go to the driving range, not only was he letting it go, he was shaking his leg. Oh, my gosh. To where he clearly had no idea I was behind him. He gets up on the range, and I'm, again, about 30 steps behind him. And as he puts his clubs on the little club holder, he saw me and turned pale. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn. You should have looked over your shoulder before you started farting. So funny. It's an image I'll never forget. So funny. Yes, and disgusting, disgusting. at the same time. That is disgusting, Jerry. Yeah. By the way, um, this is uh, this is the last... Post game podcast we'll do together for the year. Yeah, right. Well, we got our show tomorrow. We got our show. We'll do with a warm up tomorrow, and I don't know if you'll do post game podcasts next week. I don't know. Okay, but anyway, I just want to say we've completed our. This will be completing our ninth year. Damn, 
Do you That's think a lot of shows, man? Do you think we're one of the longest running podcasts? How could we not be? I mean, I can't think of like I mean, there are some huge podcasts that have been around a long time. Yes. Um Mark Marin, I know, has been around a long time. Okay. But I would bet like when did podcasts begin? For real. Uh, well, like when did the big ones begin? I'm not sure. I know that our company came came to us in uh in two thousand fourteen and said we want to start podcasts in January or February of 2015. Okay. Do you have any ideas? And and that's when we jumped on it. I know there were podcasts prior to that for sure. Yeah. And I know there were some, what there weren't were, was everybody having a podcast. For sure. And then even in that time, a lot of shows start and drop off. Mm-hmm. Al's Boring Podcast, for example, Jerry. Sure. That just stopped. Yeah. I stopped it with the interviews, then I started doing it with my friend Paul, and then I stopped that one. Mm-hmm. So for going on night, so it means we'll be beginning our 10th year That is scary. doing podcasts. That is crazy. Yeah, and I know for, uh, for whatever reason, there have been a couple of people that reached out to me that have started going through listening to the old ones. Yeah. Uh, just to see the difference, and they say it's, I've done it. it's stunning. Yeah, I agree. It's not even close to the same thing. I can't imagine. What could it be? terrible <laughs> oh he made it jerry i mean honestly i've done that yeah not in a while a couple of years ago i did that and i went and watched i went and listened to the first couple and it was really trying hard to get what it started as to talk about the things you put on the show sheet that craig and boomer never discussed and it was not good yeah and it's evolved it has evolved it has evolved hmm. it's just like life it is exactly, Jerry. It's like life, but because it's done every day, it's a gradual. Correct. You know. Yeah, like if you listen to the first one to today, it's nothing like the same podcast. But if you listen to the whole thing, you can see how it got where it is. Yeah, like there wasn't one day where it was like, "Hey, they figured it out." Right. Well, it's also like one day you were seven years old. Yes. And today you're fifty-four. You look a lot different from then to now. Yeah. But you didn't as it went. Right as it went. That's why it's always difficult to tell, like, uh, somebody who's close to you or yourself when they when uh, they go, oh, I can't believe you didn't notice I lost all this weight. Right. You well, see them every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like you showed up one day down 50 pounds. Correct. You lost a couple ounces a day every day, and they noticed the difference. That's right. But if you saw pictures side by side, wow, how about that? I would love to go back. I wish there were – I wish I took a picture of my – Head and face every single day. I want to see gradually how I turned and bald. Been, people have done that. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, you eventually decided to just shave it at one point. Yeah. So you kind of ended it prematurely. Had you otherwise let it go, you'd still be growing some hair. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thinner and thinner every day. But it's funny the 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 baldness pattern is the same on me, mm-hmm. Sal, right, Tierney, okay, and Craig Carton. Like, we have the same exact, would have the classic. Uncle? W- yeah, the uncles. <laughs> I had an uncle. uncle haircut. I had an uncle that had that hair where yeah. you had, to, like, the George Costanza. Yeah, right. It's really what it is. Right. That is just a look that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. No, guys shave it now. If you see a guy with a George Costanza haircut, their hair is definitely gray or white. There okay. are no guys with black hair or blonde hair. That's doing that. That's pulling that move off. That's probably true. Because it's such a weird look now. My hair's thinning out so much on top now. When I go get my hair cut, he didn't even touch it anymore. 
that's it's always basically funny. clean up around and yeah. shave everything but like the top is just a couple of like that's it yeah you ain't got much up here anymore like awesome and if i grew up and was this age probably 30 years ago yeah i would have that uncle haircut yeah because it wasn't i mean you just guys didn't go bald yeah they they tried to save it and held on as long as they could. We held on to anything we had. Very true. The so, comb over was big. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tom Thibodeau was still trying to hold on. <laughs> He's got the comb over. The Knicks head coach. That's crazy. Yeah. Combing over seven strands of hair to try yeah. and make it look like a full head. <laughs> why would he do that? I don't know. That's why it's even odd seeing Jason Alexander, the guy who played George on Seinfeld, seeing him now with that George haircut. Yeah. It's just a weird look now. Yeah. It's still his look though. It is his look. It is, you know, I mean, that's the one thing. While it looked weird, it also still looks like him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would like to just see because I know at the age of 27 is the day I felt that raindrop hit right. my head. And that's half your life now. Yeah, so oh I'd like God. to see tw- that. 27. That ended the first half of your life. Yeah. Now you just ended your second half of your life. Right. You're now on to your third half. I'm on to the third. <laughs> your, your third third. You're giving me quadrants like to 100? Well, if 27 was half your life because you're 54. Oh, okay. So now you're... So another 27 would be 80... 81. 81? Yeah. That seems fair. Yeah, I would say so. Let's just hope it doesn't go as quick as the last 27. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's weird. I know. So like the girlfriend I had at 27, that was a half a lifetime ago. Yes, and you talked about not like dating older women. So what was she? Fourteen? No, that was actually <laughs> kidding. Believe it or not, Jerry, when I was twenty-seven, that was the first time I ever dated somebody my age. Oh, okay. Was she the girl that you got? In, you were gonna get engaged to? No. Oh, okay. She was the girl who probably uh, I only dated her for a year, but probably seven months in, I re- I know exactly where I was, Jerry. We were walking around the along the waterfront. Oh, in Tampa. Yeah, when she asked yeah. me how much money I made. Yes. A year. And I told her nineteen five, and she looked stunned. You were going out with her for that long, and she didn't know. Yeah, wow, that's hard to hide. It is hard she to can't hide. Do anything on that kind of money. But I felt like I was able to do stuff. That's the weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess just a simpler life by yourself, young. You didn't have any bills. Yeah, it is amazing if you don't have, if you don't have bills, it's incredible how much money can stretch yeah that's why i think like when you retire the goal is to have your house paid off sure because i think then your money does go a decently long way it certainly can i actually did a social security review yesterday it's funny you say that online yeah it's not bad i mean if i don't now i gotta get there but if i don't start collecting till i'm 70 like five thousand dollars a month yeah now, I know that's still 20 years away, and $5,000 a month might not be much money. But, but if my bills are paid. They also still keep scaring us that Social Security is going to be gone. that for 40 years. Gone. Right. They'll keep printing money, and they'll be paying us. Stop it. Yeah, they owe us. Here's what I think whenever they say Social Security is going to be gone by the time you're 60-something. How about let's tell young people now, give them the heads up. You're not going to get Social Security. Any of the rest of us who've been kind of thinking we were. We get it. Well, we pay, we've been paying into it. We've been paying into it. But that is our money. Yeah. That's well, they the should have put that in its own little um, fund. But that's where they rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. And that's why they're short. And that's why they have to keep going into debt and debt and debt. Which, at the end of the day, what difference does it make, really? Yeah, I don't care if you're in debt. If, right. the, you know, the country's in debt. 
just direct deposit my cash. <laughs> right. At some point, I'm going to die, and they'll still be in debt. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. And none of it will matter. None of it's going to matter to me. And we might not even get to 70. Right. Think about that. All the people that have died prematurely, like, where does that money go? Yes. Now, I don't know. Does that get passed on to the spouse or family members, or is it just... No. I, I don't think... I actually don't think it does. Yeah, I don't know. Like Ralph Sorella from the Howard Stern Show passed away. He was oh, 58. He wasn't hard. collecting anything. Right. He's so not married. All the money he no paid kids. into for probably Where's 40 that going? years, the government just keeps, I guess. I guess so. Hmm. I wonder, do you get, like, let's say... Um, a married couple. Yeah. They're each pulling from Social Security. Sure. So if the man then dies, does the wife still get the husband? That's what I was asking. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. If the spouse gets... I bet some, you you do. Because otherwise, you're going to tell an 80-year-old woman, oh, by the way, your salary's just been cut in half. I don't know. Your money that you're taking in. Uh, it wouldn't shock me. I don't know. That's why then you got to keep them alive, dead in the house, so ah. you keep collecting their Social <laughs> you Security can't, checks. You can't do that. <laughs> No, he's still doing great. It's illegal. <laughs> no weekend at Bernie's, dude. It smells a bit in here, but Come he's on. still doing pretty well. Speaking of death, this is what I saw in the paper this morning. Oh, this is what you wanted to share with me. Yeah. There is an app, an AI app, that they are claiming can predict when you will pass with 82% accuracy. Hmm. I would love to know how many people have put that app on their phone and found out. I wonder how they determine. Like, what's it? What's it going through? Your age I think now? It goes through everything. The way, um, I believe the some of the items that it looks into is your income, where you live, family life. I don't know how they would test this, but stress level maybe based on all these factors. Yeah. Maybe um, if you maybe you have to punch in a, some of this I'm information. Sure you do. I don't think it's just an eye scan and they yeah. tell you. Like your uh, your BMI, the body Everything. mass index. Were, yes. A family history. History of heart problems in the medication family. Medication you take. Yeah. And so according to the article, it's come out with 82%. It says it's 80. But would then you, again, how old is this app and how would it really know? Like what is that based on? Right. So w knowing all of this, would you do it? No. See, I, I think I know. would because I don't think it – I. Don't, I you don't I, believe it. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to do for some reason, and yet I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't even want the number. I Because in my head, 100. Oh, man, me too. And I that's know what that's I'm thinking. not likely. You got to go for 100, though. But I, that's my goal. I want to get to 100. So, like, in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm turning 50. <laughs> Barely halfway there. That right. Is, that doesn't sound so bad. That doesn't. You tell me 71, I start to freak out a little bit. Right, like, you tell me right now I got 46 more years on the planet. That doesn't sound I'm like awful. wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of time that's to right. do stuff. You might even work for another twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not, Jerry. <laughs> Although I might run out of money then, and when I'm 95, I'm gonna have to go get a job at Walgreens. Well, if you retire at 62 and start collecting Social Security, you ain't gonna get as much as I'm gonna get. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> hmm. That's a good point, Jerry. Yeah. Um, it's also, I wanted to give people ideas, Jerry, because right now, by the way, all those packages I was worried about not getting. I got okay. from, for Christmas. Oh, good. Which I was so happy with yesterday. Yeah. They they all came. But I think we're at the point now, even if you get something on Amazon, I no, don't know it's if too it's, late. it's too late. It's the 21st. So what are some good last minute gifts for people? Gift cards from Walgreens. <laughs> Gift cards is a good one. Yeah. I mean, going to the store. Going to the store. Um, I feel like alcohol is a big one for people. Although if you have uh, somebody who doesn't drink and you're in then you're in trouble. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy.
flowers for a girl. Oh, flowers a good one. Aunt, yeah, if your sister, your aunt, something like that's that. That's a good one. Drink. Yeah, that's always. But I, working at the liquor store, this was always my favorite week because the store was alive. Yeah. Like from opening to closing, there were people there. We were constantly making gift baskets. Like I, we had fun with the whole, and of course no one ever did anything with it. But the gift basket is a huge gift. Because it's just, if you put together a nice one, and what we used to do at the liquor store was we would take a fee to put the basket together. As long as you bought the stuff there, we would give you a three bo- a two bottle, a three bottle, and a four bottle basket. Oh, so they, the baskets weren't made in the and then no. the aisles and people, you would just go, I'd love these three bottles. Let's Correct. make a nice basket out of this. And I think like the 22nd was like the last day to put an order in because then we would be working for like hours putting these together. But as long as you bought the bottles in the store, so someone would put together literally their own basket for someone. And we had the baskets and a little straw, and then someone would get like, you know, like a liter of Jack Daniels would be in the middle, and then maybe they would have, they'd put a bottle of tonic on there. I'm just, whatever, throwing yeah. their club soda on the right side. And then maybe like, if they were into this, they would get like $50 worth of a lottery tickets, instant scratch. And we would make these baskets for them, and our charge was like $7 or $8 to make the basket. And the amount of baskets we made was insane, and people loved it. You know, it's easy. Yeah, that's a that's a good gift for drinkers. Yes. Also, some of the companies they'll have those uh, gift sets around Christmas, right? Yeah, sure. You like, got like a Jack Daniels. Drambuie with... was a big one. Remember yeah, Drambuie. Yeah, they always had good ones. Yeah, you're like the. I remember Jack Daniels would have one to be the Jack Daniels and two glasses with jack daniels etched into the sure. glasses oh that's and a good some one. of them used to have uh the old-fashioned bottles of coke oh that's that, cool. that was actually a really we only had those a couple of years but that was a really good seller we didn't have the glasses it was the jack daniels in the middle and two old style bottles of coke that was a cool that's gift. a good one yeah that was a good one they uh they now make coke with jack daniels in it it's official coca-cola and official jack daniels it's and you get a liquor store and you get a liquor store that's yeah that's cool I was never a Jack and Coke fan. Yeah. I never, not my thing. Hmm. So that's a good one. The gift basket. Sometimes even the food stores will have like sort of food gift baskets. Yeah, it's going to be some of this kind of hokey. I'm just saying, if you're desperate. Hey, here's salami. (laughs) Dried salami and some Uh, cheese you never heard of. The dried salami or the dried meat stick that was fat. Looked like a wiener. Whoever thought that was a good idea. I don't know. And yet they sell... Yeah. Tons of them. They do sell tons of them. I don't know. Yeah, I was never that. What about this time of year, Jerry? It's very big, like, uh, year-in-review things. Do yeah. you like do you like year-in-reviews, or you think it's a cop-out for, like, a magazine to do year-in-review? I, like, I actually do like it. Like, I would like to do something next week with Lepresti about looking back on 2023. And I know some people think it's hokey. I don't. The sports year-in-review? Yeah, like, you get – there's one week to do it. Like, once you get to January 1st, that's it. It's over. But, like, I think leading into the new year, people are off. It's light. There's not a lot of hardcore news going on. The football teams suck. Like, I think, like, next week, me and CeeLo are doing a few shows. I got one show with Joe next week. Um, I would like to do some semblance of a year in review. Not the whole show, but maybe one hour we take and we look back on 2023. The good, the bad, the ugly, and what it was like. I think that's fun. Do you think when you look back at stuff, you'll think, Oh, that had to be three years ago, and it really was this past year. Or do you think it'll be? Um, possibly. Well, I mean, I'll give you an example of, you know, CBS Sports Network ran the best of 2023 on the road with Boomer and Geo. Even, like, the football game for Aaron Van Trice, the kid at St. Javiani, 
that, that feels like a couple years ago, and that was April. Yeah, I would have thought I would have thought was. that was the previous year. No, that was that was April or May of this year. Yeah, it's crazy to me that it was you know eight months ago and not a year and eight months ago. And then other things were from like we'll go oh we did this four years ago today. I'm like yeah. what? I know, and that feels like yesterday. Yeah, like when you do. Uh, if you ever look in like your Google Photos, and it'd be like yeah. uh, seven years ago today, and it seems like something like that kind of just happened. Yeah, tell me about it. Those are weird ones. Yeah. Well, but even Geo talking about how when he comes back, it's going to be year seven of Boomer and Geo. Wow. Like, holy crap. The start of year seven, right? Because 18, 19, 20, one, two, three. Yeah. He started January of 18. And I moved in November of 17 during all the chaos and working for Craig, who was gone. Right. So it's just hard to believe. Like, six years is gone. That's 60% of Boomer and Carton. Right. For, right, because it was 10 years. Boomer's got to hang on to, for at least four more years. Then. I agree. You, you got to do 10 years, 10 years. One more contract. Yeah. I, I think he will. I think that that's a big number. I think he, I do think he'll do that. Like, why not? Why That'd not? Yeah. Who knows? Then Boomer would really be going down as one of the all-time, all-time WFA and hosts. He'd have to be right up there with Mike and the Mad Dog. Yeah. Right? Uh, how could he not be? And I miss. Yeah, I think, and I think there's a chance you can you surpass you surpass them, because he's oh seven. If you said another four years, you get to twenty. I'm trying to think. I miss was what? I miss was eighty eight to oh so. I miss was like nineteen years. I don't know if he got to twenty. I'm yeah, I don't sure. think he did. So you would pass I miss. Mike and the Mad Dog was right around twenty. So he's got to hold on for six years. Yeah, he's got to do six. <laughs> yes. Got to do six more. Six more. All time, all timer at FAN. Well, he yeah. already is, but he can pass them guys. That'd and who would have cool. thought like we would be teammates longer with Boomer than his teammates? Yes, his uh, football teammates. Yeah, right. Well, we've already surpassed that. Yeah, right. We're right because we're already past his NFL career. Not only that, it, with the NFL teams, guys come and go. You switch team. Boomer went Bengals yeah. to uh, Jets to Cardinals to Bengals. This has been very little turnover. Yeah. Two hosts, technically two anchors. Carlin did it for, what, a year? One producer and technically two board ops because Lou Rafino was on it before Eddie for yeah. a few months. Hmm. Yeah, that's I had something I wanted to say. I forget what you just said that triggered the thought in my head. About Lou Rufino, no, Eddie, Eddie, Carlin, the turnover. Oh, that was one of the things when I I had a job when I was offered this job. Yeah, I was working at K Rock, but it honestly was a, a bit of a mess over there. And I remember in in trying to think, should I take this job here or not? I remember thinking like the WFM is so such a stable place; it ain't going anywhere. Right. This K-Rock, Howard Stern left, uh, David Lee Roth, Opie and Anthony. The music kept changing. It was in shambles. Yeah. And I thought, well, let me go over there because at least that's like a stable radio station. And there were guys there and still are. You're all still here. You and Dove and Eddie. Just guys that worked here forever. Yeah. So that was like a factor for me to be like. It's great. When you think about how... How much turnover in this business there is 
and how little there's been at least an hour time slot because you can certainly make the case middays has been a revolving door. Although, Joe and Evan, a very long time. Very long middays. time. Afternoons, Mike there, a very long time. But he left, put a new show in, came back, left, new show. Craig left, new show. So there's been a lot of turnover recently in the afternoons. Nighttime, there's been turnover. The morning has been a state. When you look at, we're like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I miss to Boomer. Honestly, there's been two main guys from 6 to 10 in this station's existence. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Hmm. You know. Cats cower to Tomlin. Yes. Right. That's why then if you're legitimately the Pittsburgh Steelers and they're, if they're thinking of moving on from Tomlin. Right. Like you've got to find a guy. That's going to be here for the next 15 years. Yeah. Because you don't want to fire him. Right. Because you don't want to make the wrong move because that's not what you do. Right. Exactly. You don't make those moves. Yep. Hmm. Well, here's hoping, Jerry. Fingers crossed for Mr. Boomer Esiason. Yes. And here's to another uh, nine years of this. Of this podcast? I figure even when you retire, you'll still do the podcast. Oh, definitely. I'll just do it from home, though. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Keep it going, Jerry. Right. Be raking in the big bucks by then. (laughs) The podcast, baby. Right. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up show. Let's come back here tomorrow. All right. We'll do cool games, games. and we've got Saturday games. We've got Sunday games. We got Monday games this week. A lot going on. And Jerry, you and I will probably break down Rams Saints. Yeah, I'm not watching. (laughs) Although I got to say this: last week when I came in here with uh, CeeLo or Peter Schwartz on Friday. Oh, okay. Or, or, I'm sorry, Tuesday. Tuesday was Peter Schwartz. Tuesday, Peter Schwartz. I did not come in expecting to to do a full segment on Seahawks Eagles, and we did because of how it was a hell of an ending. Oh, it was a great ending. There was a lot there. There was a lot there. So sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. You're right. So, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, campers! Alan Jerry. 
don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's Thursday, nice to have you with us. We are that close to the long weekend. Flegelman, hello, and across from me, his name is Al Mitchell Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry. I don't want to say there's not a lot of sports uh, topics today. weird things today. But uh, the main one that I dug into the most, Jerry, where I looked for the most details. Nick's Nets at Barclays. Uh, incorrect. Oh. Uh, Hulk Hogan getting baptized at the oh. age of 70. Okay. I mean, they just took him. You ever see an adult get baptized, Yeah, Jerry? they jump in a pool. Yeah, they take you in like either the ocean or the pool, and they just, whoosh, someone pushes you under the water, brings you back up. What a genius move, though, to do it at 70. You're knocking on, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Mm-hmm. Married three times. Lord knows what type of a life this guy was leading on the road as a wrestler. I shouldn't be allowed to get baptized at this point. Clean slate. Going to heaven, Jerry. Say whatever you want. That's what I would do. That's what I plan on doing. At 70? Yeah. You were not baptized as a child? Uh, I was. Oh. But I think Hulk Hogan was probably baptized, too. Why? I don't know. I kind of feel like everybody baptized their baby back in the day. Christians? Yeah, I think he's Christian. How do you know? Based on what? Based on uh, his name is Terry Bollea. I think that, that sounds Christian. It sounds Christian. Yeah. Local <laughs> media. Well, because he always would say, uh, eat your vitamins, take your pill. No. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, something like that. So I'm pretty sure he was baptized. Well, he was Muslim. Eh, I don't think he they is. They pray. Jewish. Pray. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of have a feeling that he's just looking for a clean slate. Right. And well, I don't good know luck if, with that. I don't know if that's cheating or not. I'm trying to figure that out. It's like, you know, when, like, somebody goes on a murder spree and, like, murders a bunch of hookers on Long Island. They go to jail. They go to jail, and then, like, while they're in jail for 60 years, they're like, uh, God is on my side now. Mm-hmm. And then they get forgiveness for murdering all these people, and then they get right into heaven, Jerry. Whatever you want to say. That's what the Hulkamania is doing right now. There'll be a lot Brother. of disappointed people after they die. If we don't go to heaven? If... Or if there is nothing. If there's nothing, Jerry, there we gotta have something. Or they'd end up in uh, end up in heaven. We gotta have something. But keep telling yourself that. Here's what I did like though. Uh Hulk Hogan was dressed in all white. Is it was the way they baptize people, Jerry, as adults. <sighs> Into the water. He wore a white headband. Nice. He never loses the headband, Jerry. That's his Hulk thing. media. He should have been baptized in the red and yellow. The classic Hulk Hogan gear. Yeah, I don't know if that's allowed. He's been married three times. Mm-hmm. This last uh, gal, he's uh, 25 years younger than him, but he's 70, so it's not like she's like a 25-year-old. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yes. Still 50. She's like 50. Let's see. If she was 50, she's 45. I don't think she's a gold digger. How do you know? Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Hulk Hogan's (laughs) Muslim. You know a lot of the story, actually. (laughs) I thought I dove deep into this. Right. I mean, I was digging into this story, Jerry. And I don't know if she's a gold digger. Didn't say. I don't know if he's a Christian slash Catholic. All I know is that an adult got baptized at 70. He's on his third marriage. He's looking for a clean slate. Uh, and baptism, I'm here for it. Baptism cannot be repeated. So oh, really? He was not baptized as a child. So let's go back and rewind and you can clear up your error. Hmm. Well, I'd like to dig deeper then into this Hulk Hogan and see what went on in his childhood. <laughs> Why was he not baptized? I don't know. That's Were you what, baptized, Jerry? As far as I know. Yeah, me too. Do you remember your baptism? Oh, yeah. I swam around in the little pool. You did? I don't remember. Hulk Hogan remembers his. Just happened. <laughs> yes, exactly. He was 70. 
Reset. Now this thing says you can't. I think Dude, you I can. don't know, Jerry. They I'm l- telling you the first thing that comes up yeah. about Christianity. There are I don't no, know. There are I don't no, care. There are no rules anymore. Do you want to get care. baptized three times. Go, you want to get, get right. married Go seven marry, times. Go marry nine women in six different states and get baptized forty five times. Right. Who gives a crap? Mm-hmm. Just go don't on give a, a serial. crap about Hulk Hogan either at the age of seventy. Go on a serial killer spree. Next time we'll care about him is when he dies. Ask for redemption. Well, that's what they say in religion, Jerry. If you just ask for redemption at the end, you're good. I'd remake it up as we go along. That's true. Please. Brother. Right. The other big story, Jerry, that I was reading about today is that Cameron Diaz thinks married couples should have separate bedrooms. Don't disagree. And maybe, although I don't know that we all could do this part, separate houses. Yeah, well, that's that's great when you're rich. Yeah. Most people can't do that. She actually said, your husband has one house, you have one house. And then you have a house that you share together. Right. And so seven Maseratis and 14 vacation homes is stupid. Jerry, with the mortgage rates, what they but are the right now. But the separate bedrooms is not is a very good idea. Yeah, separate bedrooms is a great idea. Imagine you get to retire at the end of the night to your own room and it's set up like your high school bedroom, Jerry. Okay, that's embarrassing. With is that how you live? With uh, Herschel Walker posters and Daryl Strawberry posters on the wall. Did you have more rock and roll posters or athletes on your wall? Uh, sports. Sports. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. Strawberry. Mm-hmm. Danny and Alyssa White, Milano. And Alyssa Milano. Correct. Where'd you get that? Spencer's? I don't remember. I, I had no idea. Yeah, Spencer's Very used possible. to have cool posters. Very possible. Hmm. But I don't know. I used to have uh, Paulina Portskova. Yeah. And um, Wayne Gretzky's wife, Janet Jones. She had one poster out. She only had the one. Was that on your ceiling? Uh, no, you I never stared th- at her as you slept. I never thought to put one on my ceiling, but I would put them on the walls. You know, it'd be like Jim McMahon, Walter Payton, Danny White, Paulina Portskova, um, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I had Elizabeth. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I had that. I did have that poster because that gets you a woman on your wall and wrestling. Yes. There was one poster I always wanted. I'd never had the cojones to get it. It was just. Two hot blondes who were twins. Who were they? I don't know. Just never, random? Yeah, they were just randoms. Their uniqueness was that they were hot twins. And the twins. All right. We get a lot of twins now because people do in vitro fertilization, and that produces a lot of twins. Okay. If you go into rich neighborhoods now, Jerry. We have proof of this? Uh, or is this just another thing here? <laughs> You're just kind of making it up as you go along. Here's what I know. Where did you hear Joe Rogan say it? <laughs> I did not hear Joe Rogan say it. (laughs) I just know that in order to do in vitro, you got to have some cash because that's not cheap. That's not cheap. It is not. So therefore, more people who are better off with money are able to do it. They live in richer neighborhoods. They they all go to the same schools. Mm -hmm. Therefore, my thought is if you go to the more wealthy school districts in New Jersey, Long Island, Connecticut, you're going to find a lot of twins okay. or triplets. All right. And the twins. We say year by year. Year by year is a lot more twins. Twins born mm-hmm. USA. USA. Let's see if we can get some stats on that for you. And a couple you. of those twins are going to turn 70 this year. Well, Jerry, once get again, you knock this one out of the park. What do you mean? The, percent- <laughs> the averages are down. Come on. How's that possible? <laughs> We're in vitro in twins left and right. <laughs> per 1000 now this is only updated as to 2021 it's close enough they don't have the information 
per 1,000 births, 31 in 2021, 31 in 2020, 32 in 2019, 32.6 in 2018, and 33.3 in 2017. So it's a steady decline. So you're 0 for 3. I don't understand that. (laughs) I have a, a twin niece and nephew. They're in their 20s now. Right. But my guess is that they're... Their um their senior class in high school is probably probably all twins. It's not all twins. You want to get onto the um, twins. You want to get onto the fact that all double headers are splits. You want to do that yeah. next and get that wrong That's again. That's the other thing. Right. Most of the time, when there's a double header in baseball, you are oh for the first segment. <laughs> You've gotten anything right. <laughs> I feel like I got the whole Kogan thing correct. I don't know. I got conflicting reports here on Google I about no, being baptized. But then again, I do think you can do whatever the hell you want these days if you write a big enough check. Yes. It's uh, the the. But father, I really I would like to be baptized again, sir. We don't do that. Here's a thousand dollars. What day works for you, <laughs> sir? We don't baptize people twice, and especially those married three times. <laughs> oh, you're a Hulkamania running wild, right? That's right another thing. Way. Divorce is not recognized no. in the Catholic Church. How can he be divorced twice or three times and get baptized? Now? I don't know. Please. He did have lengthy marriages, though. It wasn't like he did these, like, um, you know, his first... He's had multiple lives. He had multiple wives. Lives and wives. Lives, I'm sorry. And multiple wives. Yes. That first wife, who they did the reality show with, she was... She started... She broke up with Hulk Hogan to date, like, an 18-year-old guy. That was a weird one. He was driving around Hulk Hogan's cars, sleeping in Hulk Hogan's bed, brother. He built that home on his, on his blood, sweat, and tears, taking his vitamins... So his first, yeah, that first marriage was uh, 26 years. Yeah. That's a pretty good run. The second marriage was only 11, and now this one just happened. Yeah. Sky Daily. Sky Daily. Well, this one, uh, the 11 years is, uh, I think I'm impressed with that. You go 11 years, you get past the seven-year itch, as they say, Jerry. Yeah, You make it to 11 years. He's from Augusta. Did you know that? Where the Masters is? Hulk Hogan is? He was born in Augusta, Georgia. Mm. I know he went to high school in Tampa. He's a local Tampa guy. Okay. I used to work with a guy when at the radio station, uh, the engineer. He was uh, Hulk Hogan's um, classmate. Okay. And I uh, knew him as uh, Terry. Like, oh, that's Terry. Brother. Terry. Terry Bollea. Got it. Still doesn't want to show off his bald spot, which is why he still wears the bandana, Jerry. Could you quickly, if I mm-hmm. asked you without thinking, yeah. his character name on Rocky? Rocky Three. Thunderlips. Yeah, look at you. Good job. You know how I only got that that recent um, Sylvester Stallone documentary on Netflix. Oh, okay. Which is really good if you have a chance to watch it and you and and you're looking for something to watch. Yeah, I I, I recommend know. that one. I tried it. I turned it off. You shut it off. Yeah, it bored me. Yeah, it was a little slow at, at parts, but um, I just love any guy, any older guy who's like looking back on his life. I'm in for that. Sounds like this first segment. You could. <laughs> You could sign me right up for that, Jerry. And <laughs> inject that right into my veins. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, though, going back to what you said about, was it Gwyneth? Who was it? Who said the spare bedroom? Cameron Diaz. I do think she's got something there, yeah. though, because as you get older and between the snoring and the kids, and it's it actually does work. Now, I don't do that on the weekends, but during the week, especially with different wake-up times and different times we go to bed, it's just easier. Yes. There's no disruption. There's no, it's just, it it does work. Right. So I'm all for it. Or you could just do like you do. Don't commit and stay in your own place. <laughs> that's a whole whole separate way to do things. Yes, it is. And it works. It works for you. Two separate homes, Jerry. 
That sort of thing. Well, but you're not married with two separate Correct. homes. Correct. Right. I could not go buy another home right now. You, <laughs> If my wife divorced me, I'm calling my brother and asking him to sleep on his couch until I could figure things out. So you don't think you could go home today and say, what are, what are your thoughts on getting a second house? And we'll... She might be in, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd never ask, Jerry. <laughs> wow, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a new home. Jerry, oh, Thursday funny. Night Football kicks off today. Are you pumped up for Saints at Rams? I'm really not. No, You're not? No, and these are, and these are two teams, you know, fighting for the playoffs. But no, I just I don't enjoy I don't know what it is. I like the Stafford story. It's been good. They've overachieved, I think most would say. The Saints just bore me. Yes. I don't know. I don't and they didn't play badly against the Giants. They won the game. They scored a bunch of points, but eh. Yeah, I'm with you. The Saints, I just can't like I like the Rams that like you said, Matthew Stafford. They got Cooper Cup. They got Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua, yeah. Puka Nakua. But I, it's. I would say, if I was off tomorrow, yeah, it would. I would definitely put it on. Okay. Would I stay up for the whole thing? I don't know. I really don't. And with we're working You're tomorrow, there's no the chance. No, if I was off oh, tomorrow, off, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If I was off tomorrow, I usually do enjoy watching uh, the Thursday night game if I have a Friday off, or even the Sunday night game if you're off Monday. But no, not. There's no chance I'm even staying up for the beginning of this game tonight. I feel like if the Rams got into the playoffs. They could win a game. The Saints... Well, you know what right now is it's lining up for. What's that? As a very strong possibility. Rams in Detroit. Really? Yes. The Matthew Stafford versus... It's, it's, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's possible. Well, I would like to see that. You could have Stafford going back to Detroit as a Super Bowl champion. And remember, when he was traded, they weren't mad at him. Like, Detroit, he, he didn't want to leave and all the whole thing with him and his wife there. And then he goes and wins a Super Bowl. Now he comes back. Only the Lions have won a playoff game in 4,000 years. Could you imagine he comes back and then beats them after they had a really good season? Yeah, that would be bad. It's possible. I'm rooting for the Lions in the playoffs. Just because... The, what if they play the Cowboys? Then I am going to root for the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Who are you rooting for next Saturday night? Who are they playing? Cowboys, Lions. You're really all over your favorite Cowboys. teams. Cowboys. Okay. All right. I'm still rooting Cowboys, Jerry. Okay. Number I hope one. so. That's right. We didn't do that this week. No, because it, it was pretty stagnant. I looked at my uh, who I Nothing was rooting changed. for. Nothing really changed. Okay, that's fair. I'm in for the Cowboys. So I'd the like... Giants are still on your list? No, actually, Giants okay, are off so my list. Okay, so it did change. It did change a little bit. A little. Well, it's only five teams, so 20% changed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've had a disastrous mm. first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to regroup, Jerry. This is, like, um, this is like having a big game and like... You look up at seventeen nothing. You're like, man, we I I gotta regroup here. Let's oh regroup. Let's uh, settle it back down. Let's control the football a little bit. Move it. Don't try to get the points back all at one time. Right, so here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. We'll run the football for the next mm-hmm. few minutes. Mm-hmm. When we yes. come back, first and ten. <laughs> Got it, Jerry. I like it. Let's do it. And then Boomer and G at six on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right, first and 10 from the 30-yard line as we reset after the punt. We took a fair catch, and we're going to start over. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, real quickly, if I may just follow up on uh, one of our plays from last uh, segment. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, this is a Baptist church in Indian Rocks Beach, okay. Florida, which is uh, yeah, just out kind of outside of Tampa, St. Pete, uh, Clearwater area. So a little different. A little different. Yeah. He used to uh, live out there. And in fact, he may still live out there. There used to be when uh, my mom and dad would come visit me down in Florida, we used to go to a uh, seafood place in Indian Rocks Beach, right where Hulk Hogan? Red Lobster? No, it was like its own place, like its own name, but uh, cash only, which always... You always find that. Well, a lot of pizza places used to be like that. Yeah, I always find that kind of fugazi, like really. It is. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And then it always would be one of those places that would have an ATM in the lobby, but it was always like some like... $7 fee to use it for 20 bucks. (laughs) And it looks suspicious. Like it wasn't like... There was no real bank name on it. A lot of money in those. Yeah, a lot of money. I always those. feel like you're gonna get your your um, ID stolen, and your what do they say that when you your not your ID stolen, your what your identity? Yeah, like your identity <laughs> identity theft. Yes, like as a, you use a uh, a random ATM in a fish fry restaurant in Indian Rocks Beach, and then all of a sudden you're not you anymore. Correct. Someone else is filing your taxes and getting your returns. There are some charges in North Dakota. <laughs> like what is this? You. Yeah, I know, I know. Jerry, last night the uh, Knicks played the Nets. Uh, quite well, too. Yeah, the, the Knicks, Nets couldn't shoot. It was brutal. The Knicks dominated 121-102. They trailed 3-2. They trailed 3-2 early? <laughs> Pretty much. Was early it? on in the game? That game was played between 4 and 20 points the entire night. Like, the Nets would fall behind by 12. They'd get it to 5. Then the Knicks would go on a run. They'd be up by 15. The Nets would get it to 6. The Knicks would go on a run. They never... They never challenged the Knicks last night. Is there a score early on in a basketball game no. where you feel like it's out of reach? No, not anymore. Not with the three-point shot. You get teams that come back from big debt. Matter of fact, it's a great time, to, especially a home team. They fall behind. And I thought about betting the Nets last night. The problem and why I didn't was Mikael Bridges couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, he was so off. And if you're going to win, you need him or Cam Thomas to go off. Um, and Cam Thomas was fine, but Bridges was a, was a zero last night. Um, but no, I think if you've got a decent team at home down by 20 in the first half, bet them. Really? Because you see the comebacks all the time. Hmm. Which do you like better if you were like a betting man? Uh, a basketball team goes 
goes down 24 points early. Right. A football team goes down 24 points early. Or a baseball team goes down six runs early. Um, I would I would not take the baseball team because I think more times than not you don't get the comeback in baseball. So a big an early big lead in baseball it, yeah, it is de- the toughest. You it, think to I come do back. think I do think it's the toughest. Well, it, it depends on the pitcher you're facing. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Same thing with the football. If you're telling me that the, you know, who's the worst team in football right now? If you had a guess, the Jets. No, not the Jets. Who's the um? The no, Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Glad, thank you, yeah, Carolina. Panthers. If you told me they were down 24 nothing in the first quarter, not picking them. <laughs> but if you told me a team like, uh, even with Joe Flacco, a team like the Browns was down 27-7 in the first quarter, I at, at home, I would think about it. You know, I, I would say 50-50 with the, with the NBA and the football, depending on who they are and where the game's being played. All right, so an early... An early big lead in baseball is the most to me. I think I think so. I think you're right there. I think so. The three point shot has just changed the entire landscape of the NBA. It just you may four possessions in a row. You get, and I'm not talking about 14. You get four stops in a row and hit four straight threes. The 12 nothing run in literally two minutes. Like that's how quick things can change. Yeah. So and then this uh, Mitchell Robinson now is going to be out for the season. Yeah. That's a, it's a big deal for them. It's a big blow, as they say, right, Jay? He was going to be out for a couple months anyway. I think they said eight to ten weeks initially. But now that they're saying likely the rest of the season, that hurts. They're a good team. I think they're a – I mean, clearly they're a playoff team. I think they're a 50-win team um, and a team that can make a little bit of a run in the postseason. But without him, that hurts. you got some big guys to contend with in the East, like, oh, I don't know, Joel Embiid with 51 points last night, Giannis, which we know about. So it's a problem. Now, they um, – if he was going to be out eight to ten weeks, that's what they thought. This surgery was there surgery complications. That I'm not sure of. I just I don't know. Was he baptized at all? <laughs> that's the real question. Potentially for a third time. <laughs> I don't know. He got baptized again. <laughs> then I saw this uh, story, which I I think is like a nothing story. Jerry it says the Philadelphia Phillies. Who we hate around here, yeah. Jerry, because they're. Although remember, I did like them in the playoffs because there was a fun yes. atmosphere. Citizens Bank Park is a great place to watch. A yeah, game. Yes. it was, and they had some. They were hitting home runs. It was yeah. fun. Uh, Phillies have made an offer to Yamamoto already, but they're not gonna. That's not a real. I mean, it's thing, one of those periphery it? teams that you don't think is a serious contender, but they did put Bryce Harper on a Facetime with them. Um, they did make an offer. We have no idea what the offer is. I mean, do I take it seriously? No, and I think it's still Dodgers, Yankees, Mets. But a team like the Giants, if they blew them out of the water, wouldn't surprise me. I know all the stuff going on with who wants to go there and who doesn't. Money still talks at the end of the day. Um, and Steve Cohen apparently has met with them face to face twice, and they've putting together their serious offer. It, I, you know, I don't know. It, it really is amazing for a guy who's never pitched here, and I know he was great over there. I get it. My God, are we a lot of blind faith giving this guy what could be $40 million a year? Rank in order, who gets him? Rank in order. Of your three. Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Top three, Jerry. Uh, my top three. All right, I'm going to put the I'm going to put the Giants and the Phillies and the Blue Jays in Group B. Okay. Saying the Blue Jays have been involved as well. They're in Group B. Group A is the Dodgers, Mets, and Yankees. Uh, I will say, I'm actually going to put the Dodgers third. Really? Yeah. So one of the New York teams first. Only because everything I read is how he wants to be the star. 
mm-hmm. and I don't, you can't be there. It's just not going to be the case. So I will say I'm going to go probably would prefer to be a Yankee, but I think the Mets will offer him more, and I think he'll end up being a Met. Uh-huh. I think Steve Cohen seals the deal. This actually came up yesterday. Uh, someone sent this to me at the radio station. Let me see if you can uh, – could you uh, pop me up here, uh, Fleegs? Yeah, oh, I'm, still pl- I'm still playing there you go. Music. A little Green Day. <laughs> so uh, yesterday – Sal and BT were talking about, you know, the teams and yeah. this sort of thing. And Sal was saying, I mean, uh, BT was saying, oh, you, the Yankees are are really the New York team, not the Mets. It'd be like the Knicks versus Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, Sal said uh, this. Does he want the biggest stage in sport, yes or no? Does he want that? Yes, he likes that. But then he, he can get that, that with the Mets. Mets. Then he wants to be a Yankee. Well, he could get that with the Mets, though, in New York. Well, you could and be more a, money. Yeah, well, you could be a Nick or you can be a Net. Mm. I mean, the Nets are on a stage. The Knicks are the stage. But the Mets, much like we are the stage. The Mets actually play in New York, unlike the Nets who play in Brooklyn. I guess he thought that Brooklyn wasn't in New York, but no, I know what I, he means. he means New York City. That's what I thought. And the Met and the Yankee thing, neither one of those teams is really in the heart of New York City. Right. One's in the Bronx, one's in Queens. So they're New York teams. The Knicks are New York City. Right. They are right there, Penn Station, 34th Street. The Nets are a bridge over in Brooklyn. It's not quite the same thing. I agree with them. Yeah, I feel like Manhattan should be New York City. I, I And Brooklyn should be Brooklyn, Queens, Queens. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, I, but we do consider it all New York City, yeah. even though I agree with you. New York City is where we are right now. It's not a bridge over. Right. It's not a tunnel over. It's here. So I actually I know what Sal was trying Me to say. Me too. And I know we got the email. I mean, come on. You know what's weird too is um the fact that like Staten Island is considered New York? Yeah. No way. Why? Well, I mean, it's not New York City. It is though. Right. But it is. When I get over that bridge, I don't feel like I'm in New York City. I feel like I'm in Staten it's Island. Di- it's different. I agree. It's a suburb of New York City is what it feels like. A suburb, right. Yeah, very much so. A suburb of New York City. Very much so. Aside from the houses being on top of one another a little bit more and less pri- um, property, yeah. Staten Island to me feels like Jersey. Yes. There's nothing different. There's mm-hmm. strip malls, there's homes, there's developments, there's schools, parks. Yeah, okay. And there's no giant buildings. I don't really understand the layout of like a place like Queens because there are like some actual what looks like neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't Queens get that is at huge. All. It is, right? Queens is very big. Queens and Brooklyn's big. Different. There's different sections of Brooklyn that are they're so couldn't be further apart from one another. So you know what I understand? There's five boroughs. Right? Me neither, by the way. <laughs> There's five boroughs, yeah. right? Staten Island, Manhattan, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Queens, Bronx. Mm-hmm. Then what's Harlem? I, I don't know. I don't part of the Bronx. Why is it not a borough? I don't know. What are you asking me tough questions for? <laughs> That's what I mean. It gets so, so. And then even like uh, uh, screen calls here, Jerry. I'd be like, uh, where are you calling from? They'll be like, Flatbush. Is That's that a Brooklyn. A, is that a, That's a section of Brooklyn. Then say Brooklyn. <laughs> well, he's from Flatbush. I don't know. I didn't design the map. What do you want from me? And I always wonder, too, like, when you get your mail, is your ma- does your mail say New York? Brooklyn with a zip code. I only know this from mailing out okay, so it a says couple Brooklyn. thousand calendars now the last couple of years. But you're, you're, it goes to Brooklyn. Your address isn't Flatbush, is no, it? No, it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Your zip code dictates what part of Brooklyn. See, I feel like if you have a if you have a if I'm not putting New York, New York, you're not in New York. Right. Well, that's what we just said. Which is what Sal's point is. Exactly. It's not New York City. And I agree with him completely. 
All right, quick break. When okay. we come back, we've got more. I have no idea what we oh, have, I got but we've a got lot more. here, Jerry. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot more. <laughs> and then uh, we got Almost. Boomer and Geo as they are getting set for a big weekend. Coming up at 6 on The Fan. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, here's your segment. Enjoy. Bob Dylan, Jerry. When did he record this? He put out a whole Christmas album in uh, last summer, 2009. Really? Yeah. It's amazing when you listen to his music from the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. And to think that if you go see him today, you get none of it. <laughs> and if he does play it, it's not recognizable. Yeah. Yeah, I have just, to. Uh, I should check a Bob Dylan set list to see, you know, what he's terrible doing these days. Yeah, it's got to be because uh, BT and Sal have. I forget what the segment is, but um, it's very recognizable to me because it's Highway sixty one. That's they they use the little part of the clip of the song. Okay, so I went back and listened to it uh, last week or whatever. It's just a great. It's goofy. It's light. But it's a great song. There's no chance he's doing that in a concert. Not possible. Yeah. So, I know these guys that they have way too many albums and way too many different eras that they were in, and you don't know what they're into playing right now. Oh, right. And the problem is when you have done it for so long, you've got so much to pull from, but the the crowd wants to hear what you what's good. Yes. So his last concert was December third. This year. This year. All right. Uh, here we go. Most likely, you go your way. That's the first song he did? Yeah. Okay. I Contain Multitudes. I don't know that one. Don't know that one. It falls profit. Okay. When I Paint My Masterpiece. Stop uh, me when you've heard of something. I know that one. When I Paint My Masterpiece. Yes. I don't know that one. Black Rider. My Own Version of You. I'll Be Your Baby Tonight. I know that song. Crossing the Rubicon. To Be Alone With You. Key West. Gotta Serve Somebody I Know. That was from one of the... Uh, Dignity album, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made up my mind. That old Black Magic, Mother of Muses, Goodbye Jimmy Reed. I've heard of that. And Every Grain of Sand. Wow. No Like a Rolling Stone, no Positively Fourth Street, no Subterranean Homesick Blues, no Along the Watchtower. Like, I would be like, give me my money back. What, are the, what the hell is this? Every Grain of Sand is the last song you did. Wow. Yeah, it'd so, be a tough one, Jerry. And now I don't know. Now I'm going to pull, and if I look to the one before it, it's the same exact set list. Yeah, doing the same same tunes. This is terrible. <laughs> like, are you, are you serious? He was in Brooklyn in November. Did you know that? I did not know that. Same set list. I know he played uh, in New Jersey, I think, at the, at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Or it's coming up. It's one of them. He was at the Beacon, too. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. But there's definitely probably still some Bob Dylan people that want to hear these these weirder songs. I, I'm sure there are. more. I would think most people there are like, can you give us something? Correct. I mean, my Lord. So I was thinking with this uh, randomly, Jerry, how I asked you last segment to rank the, the teams in order who you think yeah. will get Yamamoto. Yeah. I can't think of one myself. Maybe people could hit me up on uh, Twitter if they think of one. I was trying to think, when's the last time... We had a free agent in either football or baseball or even basketball where 
there were one or two, two or three teams that were in the mix. That's all anyone was reporting on. And they signed with someone. Oh, so like a surprise signing? Yeah, like a surprise, like a big free agent surprise signing that they kept, they were able to keep. I'm sure the there's secret. Some, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know, even though now is that possible with the way social media and news reporting is with all of these reporters. I, I actually feel like Otani to the Angels was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. It was it was L.A., Anaheim, but I feel like that was a little bit of a surprise, but not, I, I know what you're saying. You're talking about how there's three, and some dark horse out of nowhere comes up and signs a guy. Yeah, like today they announced that Yamamoto was signed with the Brewers. Yeah. That would be a that. I actually thought of that too. Like, if you're one of these teams, like you're a fan of the Cincinnati Reds, yeah. If you're a fan of the White Sox, like all these teams, they're not even involved. You don't even get the fun of discussing it. Like, you how about the Orioles? The Orioles were a damn good baseball team last year. They're not in on anybody. It's just like, well, we won a lot of games, won the division. Let's go do it again. Like, you're a fan. All right, you're excited from last season to this season. But it's like, I don't know. It's just like there's six teams that are involved in everything. Right. Yeah. And what is the offseason like for these other teams? There if is you're none. A, if you're a fan, you're right. Like, All what these are they? tiny little moves that have no significance. I guess the Pirates, Andrew McCutcheon resigned. All right, great. Woohoo. Do you think if you're doing sports talk in Baltimore, you have to pretend you guys are in the mix? No. You don't because it's not even. Because they're not. Them. Yeah. No, I don't even know if you're referencing it. I would just make stuff. I'd be like, I saw Otani at the uh, no, you Inner Harbor. <laughs> I saw Yamamoto. Be John Morosi now talking about he's on a plane to Toronto. <laughs> yes, that thing I, aged poorly. I saw Yamamoto at the Inner Harbor, so I think he's. Uh, I think he's coming here. I think he's signing here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that route. I think yeah. he'd be fired very quickly. Hmm. All right. Brian Dayball, Jerry was asked if uh, now is the perfect time to be playing the Eagles since they have lost three in a row. As good as time as any. And he said, uh, "Yeah, they're ten and four. They're pretty good. They are pretty good." I agree, yeah, I never, but they're not in a good way right now. Yeah, I never know. Do you want a team? Like, do you think you could be the fourth? You could be responsible for their fourth loss in a row? Or is this the game where the Eagles kind of figure it out? Well, let me ask you this. You want to play the Pistons right now? Yes. At some point, that losing streak has got to end. That's true. you have any idea what it's at right now? 23? 24. 24. <laughs> They've lost 24 straight <laughs> games. So, uh, you're right. Listen, what if I told you we're looking here and the Eagles lose their last seven games and the Giants would have beat them twice or six games? That would shock me. I agree. This is a tough spot they're walking into, but I don't know that this is an impossible spot. I mean, they go play good football. The Eagles have been, the Eagles are a little broken right now. So he's right, though. They're 10 and four. I mean, there's a reason they won 10 games. Right. So it's funny to have a team lose three straight and they're still 10 and four. Well, they were 10 and one. So that's unbelievable. Yeah. But that's the wiggle room they've given themselves by starting the way they started. And now you've got the Giants twice down the stretch. I forget, I think they play the Cardinals or whoever yeah, Cardinals. Is that who it is. So I expect them to win their last three games. That having been said, if the Cowboys ever figured out a way to win in Miami this week, I need them. we need them to stumble once. Yeah. And then the vision's back in play. I did see Mike McDaniel was talking about um, the narrative that the Dolphins don't beat winning teams and, uh, and the Cowboys don't win on the road, so it's perfect. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What's going to happen this week, Jerry? Something the Cowboys are on the road, and the Dolphins are playing a winning team. Yes. What a game this is going to be. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, we, know, we have a great new sound from Mike McDaniel, too. Oh, okay. This is Mike McDaniel asked about how good Micah Parsons is. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all he said. <laughs> he went on to say that he's one of the best players in the league, but when he was asked, <laughs> did they ask, is he a good player? I just, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Marco put the clip. Got I got to sound and watch first. the press conference to know the exact question. I guess he doesn't want his uh, players being dragged into the narrative that they uh, lose to good yeah. teams because they've got three good teams that they're playing their last three games. They've got Cowboys, they've got the uh, Bills, and they've got the Ravens. To tell you a lot about them. And he said that he gave permission to his players to tell the media to F off. Yes, and he used the word F. He didn't use the right. actual word. Or he, he used the letter, I should say. He said F off with all due respect. Yes. And he I says like it with like a smile. I like that a lot. With all due respect, get lost. Or F off. Or if all. Was what he said. Yeah. It wasn't get lost. Yes. But it's still, you could still ask that question this week because they are playing the Cowboys who are a winning team. Absolutely. So I think you're allowed to ask that and you won't and, be told that. And that noise gets louder if the Cowboys win this game. This game's in Miami, you in said? In Miami. Yeah, correct. right. Because Cowboys on the road. This, these were the two games, if you were a Cowboy fan, and part of the stretch we talked about. Now, they beat the Eagles. They beat the Seahawks. The stretch was Seattle, Philly, in Buffalo, in Miami, and then at the time when Detroit was playing really well, you saw the Lions come up on the 30th. That was part of this five-game stretch. They started well. Last week did not go well in Buffalo. This is a big one. No, it's a useless game this week. J- Jets Commanders. Uh, yeah, that's not even a. That's not even flip the TV on. To be honest, no. Who? I mean, who cares? Really, it's Christmas Eve. Going to be running around. I'll have the Cowboy game on at 4:30 in my house for, for sure. sure. But that Jet game. That's going to be a all pass. That's a that's a hard pass. That's a hard one o'clock pass. Jets commanders. While I hate the fact if you're a giant or a giant staffer playing at four thirty on Christmas Day on the road sucks. I think that again, I thought their schedule was brutal this year. Um, I do in terms of a football fan. It's kind of the end of the Christmas holiday. Four thirty Christmas yeah. Day. Things are slowing down. That's a good day to get back, and that's a good time to get back involved. I saw Patrick Mahomes was talking about they have a one o'clock Christmas right. day game. I was trying to think like, if, would you rather have the one o'clock game? Is it in Kansas City? Could yeah, be at noon then. In Kansas City, right? Aren't they? There yeah, an hour behind. Yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah, which that's he was fine. saying like, ah, I could still get home. Yes, and, and celebrate. you're off the next day. You don't get Christmas morning with your kids, and he's got young kids. Oh, it's Christmas Day at one. Christmas Day. Oh, I'm at sorry. One. Okay. Yeah, but you got Christmas Eve, and you get the morning, and you get the morning. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's not awful. Yeah, he was saying he likes it that it's a uh, standalone game, so you get uh, everyone can uh, will be will be watching. What's very interesting? We got to take a break, but what's very interesting is what the NBA ratings will be on. They've owned Christmas Day. Now they got to compete with the NFL. Be interesting. Quick break, and we come back. We'll wrap it up, and we'll get you to Boomer and Gio. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Hi, great friends. Great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. What else, Al? Jerry, I saw Aaron Rodgers coming off the injured list, so I guess he's playing Sunday. He's not playing Sunday. Hood. No, he's not playing. Hood, hood. Then why is he coming off the list, Jerry? I don't know. He's not playing. I don't know. They want to continue to practice with the team and go through the motions and be a part of the team. That's why. Oh, okay. And he's not really practicing, but he's doing some throwing. He's hanging out. He's being around the guys. It's the right thing to do. They're letting dudes sack him in practice? That'd be cool. (laughs) Such a dope. (laughs) I'd like to sack you right now. Do not sack me right now. We We could arrange that. No. 
WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.